I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their tropes battled for dominance. dominance. First things first, um, like I'll tell the story in a minute, but uh, there is a cat on my lap, a kitten, and he is, has a cold. So if you hear the sniffles and the running around and that the jingle of his collar, I'm sorry, there are actually two of them. And they both have a cold. So you will probably be hearing them sneeze. Uh, <laughs> so um, Liz already knows, of course, but last week, or I guess a couple weeks ago when we went to the cat cafe, uh, Nick and I, for an anniversary, we fell in love with one kitten. Uh, we filled out an application for her. She got adopted, unfortunately, before we could adopt her. That's fine. They were like, you're, you know, you're approved adopters. If you want to look and see if there's any other cats that catch your eye, you know, feel free. So we went back and we were looking. And we fell in love with these little guys and they're two brothers. They're six months old. And like, they're saying that they weren't a bonded pair, but they were literally a bonded pair. Like, would not leave the other side, follow where the other one went. And it was like, it'd be, at that point it was would have been like cruel to like take one and not the other. Mm-hmm. So we took them both. We have, they're both black cats. They literally are identical. One of them has a larger white patch on his stomach than the other. And that's the only difference in their appearance. Um, But... And then, of course, Nick being Nick got them a black collar and a black and white collar. But the white is barely visible. So it's a little Nick, hard to tell them apart. come on. He just has an obsession with black furniture. Um, and they're both, you know, pure black cats. But Salem and Ravenpaw are their names. They're very cute. Yes, Ravenpaw after Warrior Cats. Cause who, I was going to say, who wouldn't we be? Warrior um, Cats child. I have Salem in my lap right now. And funny story about Salem is he is still a little bit wet. So I was playing uh, competitive Overwatch with a friend and we were just going and then I looked to my right and Nick is standing in the doorway. Like, you know that meme where the kid's like, I threw up? You know, like, yeah. mom, I threw up or mom, I missed the bus. You have to take me. Like, he was standing there like that. I'm like, Nick, what happened? And he looks at me and he goes, Salem fell in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I guess because no. they, they try to jump on the toilet, to jump onto the sink, to jump into the windowsill, and he fell in the toilet. I'm holding Salem right now because this dumbass just ate plastic while Salem? Liz and I were setting up. And I was like, I need to monitor you now because you're fucking stupid. Yeah, Salem's a little troublemaker. He is. He really is. Um, and Ravenpaw, when he's like, feel- like they both have a cold. Ravenpaw's at worst right now. He was on meds um, before we took him home. So I might have to, we might have to take him to the vet and get more meds. But like, they're so funny too. Like, you can pick them up like, and be like, no, don't do that. And they just start purring. They're like, ooh, attention. Like, Salem is literally purring right now. Despite, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't like being held, and I'm holding him, but he's still purring. Because, yeah. and, like, he, he just, like, can't decide. It's like, do I like the attention, or do I hate being held more? <laughs> yeah. How are they getting along with the lizards? Um, Frankie hates them. They're not going to meet Victor. They never, Mittens has yeah. even met Victor, but Frankie Victor, or, Victor's dragon. a little stupid. Yeah, Victor, Victor's they'll too eat him. Stupid. Um, Frankie's a little big enough that, like, they think she, like, they can't tell if she's a toy or not. Because, like, she, you know, still, like, stop for a minute and then run. And so they, like, you know, occasionally they try to bat at her. And they both have claws because we're, you know, we don't believe in declawing. Mittens is declawed because my parents said that many years ago. But, um, so we have to be careful because if they scratch her, it could get seriously infected and it could kill her. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. And, like, she hates them. She literally tried to jump out the closed window the other day. Like, <laughs> threw herself against the window pane trying to get away from them. And we were like, okay, so we're not going to let you out when the cats are in here. Yeah. Got it. Um, because right oh, now, uh, mittens and them have to be separated until they get used to each other's smell. And the few times that mittens has like barreled her way into the bedroom to see them, um, because I'm in there, she like she like freezes, realizes they're there, and like goes feral. She hates them, so now they're hissing back at her. Um, oh. it's fine. They'll get over it. Yeah, I know nothing about like animal behavior, so I'm just like, oh, yeah. They're adorable, though. It was just, just like, Liz was like, you know, we're just trying to, like, make sure our audio was, like, okay. And I'm holding Ravenpaw, and I look over in Salem's like, ooh, what's this? Eats it. And I was like, no! No! Like, running. I I literally, like, I dropped the headphones. Like, Ravenpaw, like, leaped out of my lap. I'm, I'm, like, grabbing Salem, and I'm, like, prying open his mouth. Like, please don't tell me you swallowed. He swallowed, so... Um, but it's it's fine. We're we're hanging in there, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other updates, like big updates in our house, this our apartment this week. Um, not really. Just you know, Frankie hates them. She's finally eating lettuce, so yay. Um, Mittens hates them. They like us at least, so that's good. You'll love them, Liz, if you come visit. They're like they literally love everybody like when liz came to visit the other week mittens wasn't the biggest fan of her because mittens doesn't like anybody uh besides me and she tolerates nick but like 
these guys are so sweet i love the thing is i don't have like i have a tortoise at home and i love petting animals like if someone has like a dog or a cat like i will literally just sit there and like she literally liz literally sat on my floor for like two hours trying to get my cat to play with her and she did it for maybe like five minutes of those two hours yeah it's i didn't grow up with any pets so it's like it's just something super yeah and i mean you were fine with mittens like i said she's just a special case and hates everyone but me so like i haven't but like i also haven't had kittens um since mittens was a kitten and that was Mm -hmm. like 14 years ago so it's really weird because like all the other cats i adopted um growing like my family adopted growing up were uh like usually we got them around the age of three Mm -hmm. so like two or three so it's just it's like weird because i'm just i'm not used to them being so small and like tiny and like i'm like i can pick you up with two fingers you know like um and they listen to when being scruffed it's just so nice it's it's almost easier in a sense but they're menaces for sure um they destroyed nick's plants and um ravenpaw hates plants we learned he literally destroyed his succulents but it's fine it's fine yeah it's fine uh what what's happened in the past week for you liz Uh, i turned 23 whatever it's whatever i mean like i i'm not like i like my birthday until it actually is the day of my birthday and then i'm like wait i fucking hate all this attention wait, i kind of feel that because i'm like leading up i'm like oh my god it's my birthday i'm so hype i'm so excited and then it gets to my birthday and i'm like it's almost like no underwhelming but me. overwhelming at the same no, time. no i just don't want people to perceive me <laughs> and um i redyed my hair and i tell Ooh, you the day pink, after right? i re- yeah okay the day after i redyed and cut my hair because like my hair is bright bright pink when i redye it mm-hmm. and i hate the attention like i was so anxious going to work today no one was gonna say anything bad but i hate the attention of right when i redye my hair it's like so annoying was like, this I one of go- like those rare people where like the fade of a dye looks like almost better than the dye yeah like so she pulls I- off like the roots like and stuff showing stuff <laughs> like she like i've never met anyone who can pull it off the way it was can thank you but um i mean like i absolutely like despise like the going in and then everyone being like whoa like i hate that attention i don't know mm. i as some for someone who like runs a podcast and like streams and shit like you would think I like attention, but right. not really. Right. You know, one or two comments, like, I like your hair here or there, but it's, like, everyone for the entire day, all the time, I'm like, I want to die, please. Right. <laughs> Stop yeah, looking at me. That's fair. I, it's, like, I birthdays are just, they're weird. I like, that's like, the only way to describe it. But, like, you know, congrats on making it another year around the sun. Um, yeah. We're all glad you're here. Uh, is there anything else that happened? Did you get to have that little get together? Um, yeah, it That's was good. Fun. Um, I have realized that like I don't like drinking as much as I used to. Okay. I still love drinking, but I don't like drinking in excess. Yeah, I've I'm, yeah. I'm the same. Way. I've been like, getting I much... to get drunk at parties, you know, and and like cons. Like I don't like really drinking outside of those occasions. Usually. Oh no, even like. I just, like, I'm, like, I think I get more, like, hungover easily now, and I hate the feeling of being hungover. Mm. So I'm, like, you know what? I could have had two drinks last night and been just as happy as if I had, like, five or six. Right. So um, I'm, like, maybe I'm maturing. I'm only 23. Like, what the fuck is happening? Liz, you're an old but lady. Don't talk to oh me Oh, my God, Liz. I just forgot I was 22 because I was, like, wait. I'm, like, oh, my God, you're two years older than me? No. no. I'm just stupid. It's fine. Uh, there's a loud truck going by outside so i'm going to the ren fair on sunday yeah. which will be that's fun. exciting you should come up to the ren fair um in connecticut when nick and i go we're bringing our rapunzel and flynn cosplays. when are you going october 23rd possibly yeah you could like, just come up and you can drive with us okay yeah i'll let you know i'll yeah, think then about you can it the kittens yeah. well also you and i got to talk about awa to liz is like liz last night yeah. was like oh i might come, like be able to come to awa because we just had a couple it may have been off. nighttime feral energy so i'm still yeah. sitting on it we're, we're, and i'm not holding you to it but i'm ho- hoping that you come because i was also high on dyeing my hair so. you are valid we'll see we'll see i'll really have to think about it i need my fucking first paycheck to hit right i feel that. I, it is not hit yet and i'm like I have literally done shit for the past three weekends, so my wallet's feeling kind of Yeah, I feel that. Anyways, maybe we should get into the podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, Liz, what did you pick? I, oh my god, if my Kindle will open. Um, I chose, oh, fuck, sorry. Um, I chose Cry May You, uh-huh. so, um, 
As Gabs can see from looking at my thing, I totally didn't just like copy. No, these are all your own more. handwritten notes. I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. Yeah, with like about. the different like colored lettering and and the links. That and you the really links. went like above and beyond for this episode. Liz. I know. I tried really hard. Um, but in all reality, um, I kind of had ten minutes after getting home from work. So, um, yeah, if the fic I didn't choose, if I, the fic I chose isn't very good this week, that's why. I feel like every week I'm like, I skimmed it really quickly after work, but. Did you pick a Boku no Hero fic? I, I picked Boku no Hero fics for this. I only know one of the names. Oh my god, wait. Whoa. I'm just, I'm like scrolling a bit through the. (laughs) We don't have to read it all. I just copied it. It's fine. No, I was just looking at the beginning of it. Uh, keep going, Liz. Okay. Well, so a crime AU fic is, like, just an AU where character, like, main characters are criminals. Um, and so usually in, like, ship fics, at least one half of the pairing is, like, a criminal, so they can be, like, a killer, a thief, or a member of a crime family. Like Yakuza fics. Yeah. Uh, we're not there yet. Guys. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, um, usually they'll kind of, like, um, bring someone into like the crime world so a lot of times these like ship fix will be like normal person like like mafia guy i mean like we all we've all read a reader in certain mob au once in our lives please don't associate me with you and your fic choices (laughs) most people i feel like most people have read at least one not a reader insert liz some of us are normal uh fuck you (laughs) first of all um i'm sorry that i just have more fun and fix and don't care about yeah that's what omegaverse is for no (laughs) um but yeah so it's like normal person then crime person crime person thing normal person Mm. it's a fun time um and then so there's like multiple variations of crime au so as i said like mob au's where like a one or more characters are like in the mob um mm. slash just organized crime in general and in anime fandoms obviously the mob in japan is called yakuza so it's going to be like a yakuza au then mm. um usually those fix will have like tattoos because in japan like tattoos are heavily associated with like yakuza yes and they're slowly moving past that i know in recent years where it's like more normalized to have like tattoos right. as like a normal person but like but i know if you go like out of the city it's like really frowned upon yeah yeah but um yeah and um it's like sometimes there's like fix with like opposing gangs and mobs and stuff and it'll be like enemies Ooh. to lovers i love that trope it's so good oh my goodness and also sometimes there's um like prison au um mm-hmm. associated with like the crime au because like they're, they're criminals like right. it's likely that possibly at one point during the story they're gonna go to prison yeah and but usually, like, they're not in prison for a long. I was going to say, like, I, I don't think I've ever read the any fix where like prison was like the main focus. Or, like, yeah, the but it's even like, got caught. yeah, if they even got caught, like, because it's not the fun part. You know, the maybe fun part a side character, maybe like a side character, like, will get the like ball. caught. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. uh, yeah, I might be and, totally real. The only um, like crime AU slash yakuza AU fix I ever fucking read were haikyuu ones because mm-hmm. they were ex- haikyuu or uh, yakuza and military au were extremely popular oh my god yeah of the doujin artists um which then spread to the fic artist or writers doing that and there was a lot of yakuza ones for uh haikyuu and i'm pretty sure like i've read one of the evil oi ones on here or something that i love if i haven't i'll do it one of these days but it's um they're good so, it's just that. like Mabe AUs or Yakuza AUs, they're always horny as fuck. Yes, correct. Like, so fucking crazy. It's insane. That's the, like, no, it's insane. Like, I only read it for the porn, so, which you guys know by now, anyways. So, <laughs> nobody is surprised. Yep. Um, and so, in fandoms where, like, there's more, like, supernatural creatures, so, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, usually those, like, aspects will be taken away, so it'll be, like, an all-human au yeah it was just like a little interesting note they left but also it's like yeah that makes sense because like it's a little hard to yeah create like first of all you're creating the yakuza like fictional world because obviously these aren't like actual you know yakuza stories it's like stuff you're making up about fictional characters and then you add to that like the fantasy world um that yeah like said show has already created it's going to be a lot of work that most people don't oh yeah need to do 
Where for me, it's like mostly what I've read is from like Marvel, and usually like crime I use with Marvel, where they'll have mm. like the heroes as like criminals. They'll never have like their superpowers because it's just right. like it's like not as fun. I feel I don't know. I don't know if it's like it's that it's not as fun so much as it's like it kind of takes you out of it. I feel I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's it's a little harder I think to imagine crime bosses and stuff when they're like you know magical yeah like it, it then you're just like okay well why hasn't like somebody just stopped them yeah but so the the fic i chose was from my hero and i chose from my hero because like i mean it's a show with characters who are heroes and it and it does touch a lot on the underground villain world so i'm like right i mean also not? like i will say like the like villain au slash crime au in my hero is like hella popular popular, definitely hella popular and i just think it's like interesting i always find it fun when you have like characters who are heroes and you make them like bad i mean like like role role reversal fix are awesome i love them a lot i'm I'm honestly like not that big on role reversal fix because for me i'm just like i'd rather characters just always be good um as boring as that is like i'd rather the hero always win i hate when like the villain has to win I'm a villain sexy kind of person. I, so. Well, yeah, villains can be sexy, but I don't want them to win. Like I want like I want to yeah. like be optimistic and believe that like good always wins, and it's a little harder when it's, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, but so I chose a my hero fic for that reason cuz I thought it was fun, it's super popular there. Mm-hmm. And like um I also just think it's a show where um like the villains are so fucking interesting. I'll give them that. Yeah, the the villains are really well written in that show. Yeah, but um, so it is technic. So it is a a Mirio X uh Tamaki fic. So um, I know who Mirio is. Who the hell is Tamaki? He is um. Some people also call him by his last name, which is like on the Jiki or Jockey or something. Oh, is that the the guy with the the Sasuke dude? The Sasuke dude. No, yeah. right? That's Sasuke, right? The Sasuke dude, yeah. Okay. Just wanted yes. to make sure I was thinking of the right person. Yeah, but, okay. So, um, I mean, I'll read for, um, Mirio, I guess. Okay. And I don't really, I, as I said, I didn't, like, I kind of read, like, the first couple I'm of I'm just going to assume that, like, the person who wrote this isn't a native english speaker just because the way it's written is um not typical of like english fix so it's like instead of you know quotation marks it's like um like i don't even know what those are called like arrows. oh no or it's just someone being like i want to look fucking cool yeah but at the same time like other languages do write like with that so, oh like, really yeah like for instance like if you read like a fic that like from like a spanish author who doesn't you know speak english super well they're gonna write it in the spanish style and it's um it's really i don't remember exactly i just remember i had to write in it for spanish class in high school but it's actually well, it's, really cool well it's the well it's i've never seen it necessarily being with like quotations around it it's just more with a grammar style because grammar in other languages is like yes flipped but, around but like what i'm saying though is like it it is written differently like if um like it, it's just like for instance in i don't remember if i like i don't remember exactly wait hold on i'm gonna look this up because i need to how are stories in spanish written uh fuck okay uh sorry story where's it fuck where's what these aren't helpful I literally did like a whole ass class on this, um, in in high school. It's fine. I can't really find it. You can cut that out. But it's it's just that's what I'm saying. Like it's um, it they're written like I don't know how to like explain it. Like so there's different um structures. I should say like story structures. Like things are j- literally just written differently. Okay, that's interesting. I never I never yes. knew that. I I spent a lot of time in like multiple Italian classes reading mm-hmm. stories in Italian. And they were written pretty much like the same as you would write an American story, but okay. I maybe might be wrong. then maybe like I can't speak on it, but maybe it is just a Spanish thing then, because like I said, I only learned about that in Spanish class. Mm-hmm. But um, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I think um, I think this is like someone else speaking. It's definitely like they didn't specify this is the first line of the fic. So, mm-hmm. but the that's gonna be you. Okay. That is your plan. He huffed mockingly, doing the bare minimum effort in hiding his snide smirk. It would be a lie to deny how amused he was. After all, she, uh, oh my god, it's like Chisaki. That's the guy with, like, the bird mask. I, that does not ring a bell at all. 
Um, he, it's like, it looks like a beak. It's not like the guy who has like the bird, like a, who has the bird head. Okay. But it's like, he has like a beak. It's, he's like overhaul, if that brings a bell more. No. <laughs> oh God. I don't remember anything. Really, he came into later seasons. I literally so. cosplayed two characters in Broken No Hero. Watched like three or four seasons of it. And I don't remember a single fucking thing. Cause I only watched it because Nick asked me to. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Good times. Yep. Shizaki was an amusingly naive fellow. Mirio watched as his guard dog Krono growled like the cockthirsty bitch he was. Oh my god. That's what I that's what I read where I was like, oh, okay. Uh is this what I this me now? Yeah. Know your place, Togata. You are in the Hasaki territory, and you dare insult our boss like this, and ex- you expect us to allow you? The other nameless uh goonies that they were they had around took a fighting I think they meant to write stance, so fighting mm-hmm. stance, as if ready to attack him at any time. Mirio snorted a laugh. Yes, and? You're trying to attack the heir of the Togata line, th- um, then, and that is of no good benefit to your falling legacy. Isn't your boss already gone? Mind your filthy mouth, you insolent! And then I'm reading this one as well. I guess, yeah. Okay. Chrono. <laughs> the man finally spoke, his tone as condescending as ever. His ridiculous bird mask covering most part of his face, but Mira knew full well that he struck a chord. Togata-san, your clan has been one of our most reliable allies against the hero tyranny for almost a century, monitoring the deals and guarding the foul play in the prefecture. It was only natural for us to inform you of our next step of rebellion, so I struggled to understand your reaction. He spoke, maintaining eye contact with Mirio. The dumb obsession in his stupid, reckless eyes always annoyed Mirio. He hated this fucker. <laughs> he clicked his tongue. The plan you just laid out to me is one that can only... Is one... To me, is, is one, one that, that... one. I think it's supposed to be one that one can only call. Yeah. One that one can only call a futile fantasy. Heal all corks and re- rewind them into inexistence? Look, hypocrite... Uh... You got it, Liz. Look, sorry. I'm like... <laughs> Losing my mind. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> yeah. I come back from a full, like, day of, like, six and a half hours of, like, doing, like... Ba- I'm, like, basically doing schoolwork with this kid, so I'm, like, right. fine. You're um, valid. You're valid. Heal all quirks and re- rewind them into inexistence? Looks hypocritical when you look into how much you relied on your own quirk to get to your current status and how far you plan to are planning to utilize it in- to continue doing so. Not to mention that... It is a violation of the Yakuza's Code of Honor to protect your Yeah, brethren. the Yakuza's Code of Honor. Yeah! Um, it took everything in Mirio not to snap his neck right now. You're aiming to use the direct heiress of the previous leader as an outlet in your dream, which is, in other circumstances would have been blatant treason to your ter- uh, to your caretaker. See why I was laughing at you just now? He huffed mockingly. If it were his father or one of the other families, Mirio was sure that Chisaki would have... Shisaki's head would be on a yari by now. His associates decapitated one by one, and the entire Hasaki household burned on its grounds. The Yakuza's code of fidelity was sacred and an oath of honor. Any derailment was worth death. The man sighed, wringing a hand to scratch the back of his head. So, I think we can't count on your support in our quest. I thought if I talked to the young heir, you would understand my ambition that goes beyond those traditional norms. He stood up from your seat. Walking up to where Mirio stood, that challenging glint back in those disdainful eyes. But it seems that even the new generation is bound to senility. This fucker! <laughs> it's just the, the, the three exclamation points. It's actually <laughs> really make four, it. four. It's four. Oh, it's There's four. There's a space oh and then God. four exclamation that points. That really makes it. Um, it's like, the thing is, when you said, like, I think this is, like, a fic written by someone who's, like, not a native English speaker, I don't think you're, I didn't think you were wrong. I just think, I think it's more just because of how the grammar is structured. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, it could be, maybe it's, um, a language, like, a romance language, so it's, like, not too different from English, Yeah, be my guess. Just because it's, like, like I said, just, like, with the conventions of how they wrote the story, it, just, it doesn't, like, read as, like, a native speaker. Like, and that's not, like, a bad thing. It's just, like, it's oh, yeah. different. I mean, it's just, like, yeah, and I love, like, I actually really love their word choice. Yeah, like, oh, it's definitely, no, like, I, I really admire, like, no, cause, like some of the vocab they use. We haven't even, like, finished, but, like, one thing I was going to say at the end is, like, I love, like, how they're not just using, like, angry, because that's what, like, a lot of fic writers do. Even when it, and, English like, is their first language. English, yeah, and, like, it's something I actually really have a pet peeve for, where it's, like, 
come on, like, you can't just say angry all the fucking time. Right. And, like, it really, like, Okay, that's saying... because I have a pet peeve with the word screamed. Yeah. Because to me, when you say, like, oh, they screamed, like, that's such, like, a shitty way of saying it. Like, you know, yeah. like, she yelled, she shouted, like, conveys more emotion, where scream conveys, like, a high-pitched, shrill, like, mom-esque. Yeah, where it's, thing. like, I love that I love that they're using, like, disdain is, like, a specific word I like. And right. um, there was another one where I was, like, hell yeah. Like, where I'm just, <laughs> like, this... It, it's just, like, it's nice to see fix where it's, like, someone actually really cares about... It feels like they're writing a story, not a fanfic. Fic. Yeah, where they're, like, I want to, like, make this, like... Not that, like, fanfics writers don't think that, but, like, you can tell, like, they really put in a lot of effort where it's, like, his tone as condescending as ever. Like, it really mm. gives you a fucking picture. Yes. And that's it, what I, I love. I think that's exactly right. Like, it paints a better picture than uh, stuff like this normally does. The Shie Hashlaki will be performing on its own from now on. We will actualize our ambitions by ourselves. And for our long, from our long history of cooperation in the code, I hope your clan stays out of my way. He taunted smugly, the forks of his eyes tilting mm. upwards with mischief. Mm. From the very beginning, this wasn't an offer for an alliance, but a wake-up call. And that is how it went, father. From our interaction, I can confirm that, indeed, the Has Hasaki clan will be... The Hasaki clan is strayed from the code, Mirror told his father as soon as he came. The elder of the Togata family has long been suspicious of the weird and illegal activity of the Hasaki territory. I mean, you guys are all doing illegal activity. Right. But... I was going to say, wait. Uh, <laughs> it's a little hypocritical, bro. <laughs> we can say, we can say weird. We can say weird, you know. Um, the rise in the smuggling of trigger drugs and most recently the real estate fraud, fraud happening around the country. His daughter was a Sorry, his daughter. His daughter. His, his daughter, no, his father. His father was a dear friend of the previous leader of the clan, a respectable man. But the brat he had picked up from the streets out of sympathy was an obsessed loony. He sighed, holding <laughs> his loony. <laughs> but like, I love that word. That's like, so funny. It's so funny, but also like, it gives you like a picture because it's like you can't just be like an obsessed like criminal because they're all criminals. But right. like, loony, you're like, oh, this guy's like crazy crazy right you know right. what i mean oh I definitely it. he sighed folding his hands in front of him and looking into his son's face he knows that miriam was frustrated the crinkling under his beady blue eyes barely shadowed by his long blonde bangs his tattooed arms remained rigid the entire interaction and his fists clenched he knew his son wasn't just annoyed but outright furious at the implications behind chisaki's plan it was treason to the remaining Yakuza world and a twisted dream of a deranged man. Mira was a kind and strong soul. The Togata family had knew as much. Our clans have an extended history together. Even if they have betrayed our oath in such a way, they haven't harmed us. We can't possibly antagonize them without violating the code of honor. Yeah, I know, father. Mira tightened his grip, grip around the fabric of... I think they meant to say his yukata, of his yukata. Mm -hmm. Yet I can't stand sitting around and letting him have his way with the older, uh, with the old leaser's granddaughter. He failed to keep his promise mm -hmm. to raise her as the heiress. I can't, I oh, can't you know allow what? He probably meant old geezer. Oh, geezer. Or geezer, yeah, yeah, fuck, words. Yes, with the old geezer's granddaughter. He failed to keep his promise to raise her as the heiress. I can't, I can't allow such a violation to be overlooked. I'm just also, picturing, like, say, the anime clench, you know, like, the, yeah. uh, this, I can't stand for this. <laughs> um, I think this is really cute, because I think they're gonna do the same thing. So, you know, like, the, you might not know her, but the little girl, like, Ari, who's, like, I know a really of, sharp she girl. She has, like, a unicorn horn or something. Yeah. I know of her. And they, so, like, um, Overhaul was, like, I don't know if he was, like, actually her dad or just, like, her caretaker, mm -hmm. but, like, he wasn't, like, a good one. Like, he oh. was, like, honestly, like using his cork to like kind of like almost like abuse her oh, and no. so she really had to be like saved and so in like the story like in the actual show mm -hmm. like deku and mirio find her like like running away from overhaul and mm -hmm. he comes and he's like don't worry it's fine and they just stand there and they're like oh my god and they grow go report back to like the hero agency they're with Mm -hmm. And they go on this whole thing to save her, and they kind of take her in. Okay. And it's really cute. So I think that's where this fic is going, and I honestly love it. Okay. I really hope Work. that's what they do. 
But yeah. He paused, memories of the small baby that he had met seven years ago. Her innocent smile, her pudgy grabby hands, and the odd indent on her forehead. She is just a child, father. He wants to use her in his plans. He kept blabbering about her cork in such a disgusting way. She isn't safe with him and I can't- But you can't do much about it, can you? Words failed him when the lump in his throat grew thicker, clogging his airway and weighing, weighing on his chest heavily. He can't do anything indeed. Not as the heir of the Togata clan, the great thief Lemillion. His name and influence were widespread to risk- were too widespread to risk dragging his entire clan and family into his personal will. You know, Mirio, when I was your age, back when my father's father started to use our gift to protect our affiliates and enrich our lands, you would always tell me that if the heavens have bestowed this power on us, then it would be a shame not to use it to our people's good, to make our wishes come true and conquer my will. You, my son. He smiled at the blonde, eyes brimming with pride. Have always been a perfect child for me, Aww. a magnificent and righteous leader for our troops and a symbol of our dwindling business, like candlelight in the falling darkness. If it is your will to save that girl, then I wouldn't stop you. He declared, resting his hand on his resting his hands on his knees. Mirio beamed. Wait, really, father? Thank you so much. I promise I won't fail you. He bowed in gratitude, moving after to kiss his father's hands. But Mirio froze. You shouldn't expect me to support you directly. We can only watch you from the shadows. You will have to find some allies other than the Yakuza that would inadvertently back you up in your mission. Mirio nodded, kissing his father's hands again, then excusing himself. He spent the remainder of his evening in the sand garden, contemplating his next move under the moonlight. He was almost sure his father had already given him, given him the thread to follow through. But what was it? If Mirio couldn't turn directly to the Yakuza, then who could he turn to? Surely not street thugs or villains like not those from street Camino. thugs. <laughs> he needed a group that he could have a deal with, and that would unquestionably help him in taking down Chisaki. A powerful group with numbers and power to to rival the Hasaki. Okay. Honestly, I actually really like that fig, and honestly, it reminds I might keep me. Reading it it kind of gives me like um, it gives me um, like not necessarily what's the word um it's it's not it's not like it didn't steal the plot but it reminds me of a book you know like this feels yeah. very like ya book yeah and as i said i love it whenever i just find fix where it's like authors really like elaborating and it's not just like super like cut and paste like mm -hmm. they said like using a lot of descriptive words just always makes me want to keep reading it yes so. i feel the same i love it Definitely. Um, so I take it, Liz, you're going to keep reading those? Oh, yeah. 100%. I love a good cry you. That's good. Um, I guess as for me, it's more like, I, I don't know, like, I, it's not like, it's, like I said, it's not like a thing I go for unless it's porn. So <laughs> I really can't definitively say that I would, you know, keep doing it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not opposed. <laughs> yep. Uh anyways <laughs> what did what did you get assigned yeah um i got randomly assigned pining god damn it you're gonna make <laughs> me cry with this so i um i was i was like oh perfect like i read so many fics about this and then i realized majority of the fics i have on this are just porn so i didn't want to read straight porn today so i found uh like i only had a couple that weren't but um it's fine we'll get into it so if you don't know what pining is it's um really self-explanatory my first note is literally why do i always get the ones that require little to no notes because um i always end up with these yeah but uh, it's basically where a character spends a significant amount of time in the story lamenting their affections for one or more characters usually just one but it can always be you know a poly ship um usually in a romantic sense but you know i personally fuck with the friend crushes the platonic crushes so i'm, I'm oh like that. the they're so cool. I wish I could be their friend. Yeah, because, like, honestly, same. I literally oh, am yeah. that person where I'm, like, I have a fucking friend crush on people because I'm, like, they're really cool, but I'm, like, too shy to, like, you know, say anything. And, like, oh, yes. I don't get that with, like, a lot of people. So when I do, like, you know it's real. I'm, like, oh, my God, I want to be their friend. <laughs> yep, 100%. I'm totally there with you. Um, But, uh. Yeah, so other parties, um, like party or parties, depending on how many the character is interested in, they're usually written as being like 
really oblivious to the fact that the character has a crush on them or even like just straight up obtuse where they're like oh you had a crush on me all this time i had no idea you know so it's uh that's very common then i would say the other thing that's uh really common is that it's almost always a happy ending but that doesn't you know stop the wump authors from inflicting pain because why would they care yeah um why why would they care about my feelings um <laughs> i don't read those books because i have a lot of strong feelings um and but that's not that's not to like you know say anything bad about those authors like they're they're also valid i'm i'm just very sensitive um and then a really good quote that was actually on uh fan lore that they had stolen from a tumblr post from rationalisms.tumblr.com is literally just basically describes why people enjoy the trope of pining and so i'm just gonna read it like word for word listen there's absolutely nothing that gets me going like a mutual like mutual seemingly unrequited pining like i live for both people losing their minds over the other person in bitter silence savoring every single accidental brush of their fingers elbows thighs every stray glance memorizing every gesture or expression that they catch when the other isn't looking all while being absolutely convinced that it's one-sided only to finally finally find out that it wasn't in a triumphant moment of bliss after years and years of delicious soul-rending torturous heart-wrenching pining i literally don't care about the fact that this trope is predictable as fuck and always plays out the same way i will still go wild over it every single time like they'll be doing the same reveal scene i have seen a million times and i'm still on the edge of my seat gasping are they gonna kiss i love pining so much i really relate to this because like um like you guys know i'm really into miraculous ladybug and the whole like thing with miraculous is the love square like they're pining for each other without realizing that they're pining for each other and i guess i didn't really say it but like you know mutual pining of course falls under pining it's not always that the other party is written as oblivious but you know often there is mutual pining and there's like uh, I, don't know. I, I prefer mutual pining personally because the idea of like unrequited love makes me sad oh yeah 100 and that's usually I'm where the angst big. occurs when it's unrequited but if it's like you know a happy ending where they're like oh i actually like you too like those are my favorite i also really enjoy um fix where like the narrator is unreliable where they're convinced that the other person doesn't feel the same and like yeah you know and then they find out no like i've actually been equally interested in you i've been trying to ask you out but xyz keeps happening um and mm-hmm. you know i read books like that more than i read fix like that but um I love it. And then, so, like I said, most of the fics I had were either porn from, you know, old fandoms that I don't like reading fics for, or, <laughs> or um, you know, that I, like, literally have to block out, or, like, were Miraculous Ladybug. So that was basically my only option. Um, it was, like, this or, like, I think another Miraculous fic. So this one that I chose doesn't actually have any dialogue in it, but in a sense, it almost makes me... Like, it almost feels, like, more like the trope because it's missing oh, the yeah. dialogue, you know? Like, I think it's, pining is a very, like, it's it's the emotion. It's how it's it's conveyed. It's never, I don't, I personally, I don't, like, um think it's so much how it's conveyed in, like, dialogue, right? Like, a character can be, like, telling their best friend, like, oh, I'm so in love. Like, we're using Miraculous, for example, where, like, the Marinette tells Alia, I'm so in love with Adrian that he'll never notice me. Yes, that's pining, but, like, there's something about, like, just the descriptors of like an outsider peering into her mind and like you know being yeah. like this is why she loves him this is you know the things he does this is who she does and it's like it almost feels it makes you feel like more emotionally connected does that make oh sense? yeah i mean the <laughs> thing is rambled. the 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 whole feeling of pining is mm-hmm. like this it's it's not just like liking it's like an intense like it's an infatuation love. almost it's yeah it's an infatuation and that infatuation like sometimes you literally can't like describe it in words it's like right it's all of this like the way they walk the way like their hand brush past like it's, it's, it's all so of this in intense. your head stuff it's so yes. intense every little thing is like it means something right and i think that's so beautiful and that's like that's the whole part yes, of that, that is I the love. art of pining like that is that is why you know we read it and enjoy it is like it's just, it, the intensity that it can have it's just unreal yeah so i yeah that's i agree like pining is best when it's like it's subtle but it's like, subtle and like a lot of the time when you're talking about the pining it's not it's never in dialogue it's, yes. it's always an internal monologue yes that's that's my big thing it's like i personally just think it works better when it's not a dialogue just because yeah. like i mean you know like for those of you who like love 
somebody like right now or have a crush like obviously you can you know list a couple reasons like why you care like i can be like i love my boyfriend because he's nice to me he smells good um he's hot and (laughs) takes care of me right but if you ask like well okay what what makes you love him like every second of the day it's like i can't really put it into words you Mm -hmm. know it's like i can in my head like in my heart like i know why i love him i know like i can but i can't verbalize it um it's yeah. like not meant to be verbalized exactly sorry to uh, we're <laughs> we're just like romantics that's we really what it are. Is. we are hopeless romantics it's uh, bad it's really bad you guys it's really bad i'm so sorry that you had to listen <laughs> um i feel like literally it's like one of the requirements for being a simp and everyone knows oh like, absolutely we are simps through and through like absolutely that is my Liz, i'm a simp for you trait. Thank you, Gabs. I'm a simp for you. Oh my god. <laughs> you want to simp for each other? Let's kiss yes. about it. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's like one of my favorite things to say is like, let's kiss about it. Let's um, kiss about that's it. That's like my go-to on Overwatch when I meet another girl gamer who's like really nice. I'm like, oh my god, you want to kiss about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that being said, the fic that I chose is called Like Ships in the Night and it's uh, by Creativity Flow. It's all one word, capital C, capital F. It's a general fic. This is an older fic, so um, just keep that in mind for anybody who's up to date with miraculous stuff. I found this fic in my bookmarks from like 2015, 2016, so it's older. So um, probably back when only like two seasons were out. So you know, if anything, like I didn't read it through again too quickly. I just you know did a quick overview. So if anything is like you know outdated or whatever, just take it with a grain of salt. This author clearly couldn't predict the future. Also, like half the time, I mm-hmm. always do apologize for like only skimming over the fix, but I feel like it's like more fun when you do. Because you get yeah. to, like, we get to experience the fic together. Definitely. And, like, I mean, I also, like, I I don't want to, like, you know, make it so that, um, like, I spoil the entire fic for you, right? Like, yeah. But at the same time, this is a one-shot, so I will be doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I will be reading the entire fic, assuming we have the time for it. Um, okay. So, um, like I said, there's no dialogue, so I guess I'll just read through the whole thing. Unless, Liz, you want to, like, switch off reading for the narration of each other. Oh, that would be cute. Okay, we'll do that. So, um, just for context, so this is a, I believe it's a reveal fic where they're both, um, you know, as Marinette is, or, you know, as quote-unquote Ladybug is realizing she has feelings for Chat Noir, Adrian is realizing he has feelings for Marinette. So it's, um, like, love square, mutual piney thing, as these fics usually are. So I'll start, and then I guess you can, um, you'll go on first. Usually Mm -hmm. it's, like, um, it's about, like, two or three paragraphs, and then it's, like, switches per like I, I see I yeah see. so yeah okay and then so it starts with uh marinette she thinks it's just the way he hides from everyone including himself or maybe the way his eyes just shine with kindness every time marinette works up the nerve to say hi maybe it's the complete mystery around him that follows him like a fog making her ache as she wonders what hurt him in the past truth be told she's not really sure why she fell for adrian but it seems with each passing day the reasons seem to add up bit by bit She can't say a word to him, whether it be a simple hello or something bigger, but she thinks, someday, she'll work up the nerve. She's powerful. She's in control. Ladybug is the most astounding woman he's ever seen, and he fell in love instantly. Maybe not instantly, but he had definitely realized his descent into madness by their fifth night of fifth roll. He had never really liked anyone before, let alone love, but he did his best. He would flirt, he would kiss her hand, call her his lady. She brushed aside his advantages, and yeah, it hurt, but he wouldn't give up. No, he would fight tooth and claw just for the opportunity. Chat Noir is a character. Really, there are no other words for him. He's loud, he's goofy, he's incredibly sweet. And aside from Alia, he's her best friend. She would never have survived as Ladybug if it weren't for him. For him being a black cat, she's incredibly lucky. She's shy and awkward. She can't string more than two words together, and compared to his lady, Marionette is a bumbling mess. Although, that wasn't really fair. Compared to his lady, everyone was a bumbling mess, but the quiet girl who sat behind him was just a bit too timid for her own good. Sure, she had her moments. She didn't let Chloe walk all over her, and she stood up for others. It was just the rest of the time that... That made Adrian wonder about the poor girl. When they're paired together for a project, Marinette is over the moon. 
She invites Adrian to hers, claiming to have all the needed materials. She's having to refrain from bouncing off the walls by the time he arrives, and after settling in with her mother's famous tea and her father's cookies, they begin work. He works quietly, only communicating when needed, and sat too formal and stiff in her chair. She thinks she prefers mindless chatter about nothing and everything, and at some point she finds herself counting down the minutes until she can run across the rooftops. During Patrol, his lady is unpredictable. It's always easy to tell when she's had a bad day, because she adds fancy flips and turns in each jump, making his heart stop when it looks like she's going to fall. He tells himself he's being silly, because this is Ladybug. But then she underestimates a leap, and he's diving after her, and then they're yelling. He thinks she needs to be more careful, because as responsible as she seems, she's careless and going to get hurt. She tells him he's being paranoid. But after listening to his rant, something in her eyes softened, softened, and she agrees. He still isn't quite satisfied, but for the life of him, he can't figure out why. Sha is protective. Maybe it's a cat thing, how they're very possessive with their stuff, and honestly, Marinette can't stand how protective the black cat can be. But when the boy continues to take hit after hit, she just can't find it in herself to be angry. So she fusses, starts jumping in front of him, and constantly checking him for injury. He chuckles and pushes her away, dropping one-liners like a broken record, but she smiles at each one, sometimes give her own before she even realizes she's opened her mouth. Her kitty stresses about her well-being, and Marinette finds it endearing. Their project is a success, and when it's time to present, Adrian begins to worry. Marinette can't say a full sentence to him without running away. How's she going to speak in front of the whole class? Adrian offers to do all the talking, but she just shakes her head and snatches the papers from, her, from his hand. When she speaks, she captivates the class, and they hang on her every word. She speaks fluently without, with little hesitation. That was an awful sentence for me to study. <laughs> You're doing great. She speaks fluently with little hesitation, and he catches himself staring more than once. He can't help it. Around others, Marionette is as much a of a leader as Ladybug. Around him, she's, a she's as klutzy as they come. Maybe it's the idea of one-on-one -on -one conversation that makes her nervous. Or maybe public speaking is just her little gift. Maybe uh, for the, for those of you guys him. who like aren't miraculous fans, like you know that like this hasn't changed. Like this is still exactly what happens in this show. Like he'll be like Adrian will be like, Wow, Marinette, you're fucking amazing and he goes, You know, it's, she probably just doesn't like me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Wow, Marinette, you are so cool. It's a shame that you hate me. <laughs> I mean mutual pining. It's literally the entire show is just mutual pining. It's so painful, but also like so fun. Marinette latches onto her crush a bit desperately. She doesn't want to stop liking Adrian because it's sort of routine. She gushes about Adrian, she flails in front of Adrian, and her and Alia gossip about Adrian. But she doesn't want- she just doesn't want to. If he's gone from her thoughts, Marinette fears what will come up to take the space. She fears her expeditions as Ladybug will haunt her dreams or a certain blonde will set up shot. She's afraid to, but as she laughs with him from across the lunch table, she lets the last string be cut. With each quip, he finds it harder to find the part of him that fell in love. It all seems like a joke now. A sad, cruel joke that the world forgot to let him in on. Ladybug finally starts to acknowledge him. This beautiful, sweet lady is getting closer every day while he slowly backs away. He wonders what changed. He wonders when his undying love for his partner started dying. <laughs> this is so sad. Damn, what the fuck? Sha is the one who knows her. Maybe not what goes on in her civilian life, but he knows her favorite flower, her most occurring nightmare, her favorite candy. He knows the little things that no one had ever bothered to ask before. She knows his quirks, his habits, his fears. She knows that once the clock hits 3.15, he's out for the count, so she's always careful to send him home well before the witching hour on patrol nights. As he slowly begins to draw back his advances, she feels her heart break. She doesn't say anything, but she knows. She knows he's moved on and that it's too late. Once again, she's in love with a man who no loves another. As they get closer, Marionette breaks out of her shell. She shares her hopes and dreams of entering the fashion industry, and he finds himself captivated in her words, her passion. Her enthusiasm is a breath of fresh air. It's such a drastic change from his other life. He thinks he's dreaming. As Marionette hunches over her new outline for a dress she plans on gifting to Alia, Adrian can't help but sigh. She's not Ladybug, not by a long shot. She's Marionette, and she's beautiful and kind. Once again, he thinks he's slipping into madness. They're both hopelessly in love, but once again with the wrong person. They laugh at themselves one night when the sky is cloudy and the streets are quiet. 
Ladybug mocks herself for being too late, and Shaq complains about how as soon as he knows the girl, she starts to ignore him. They sigh as they lean against each other, and something watches over them. They're best friends. They know everything about each other except one thing. Who they are. They debate it for a bit, and then they, they finally make their decision. They're still hesitant. But eventually, they let their transformations go, and when the light goes down, the shock settles in, and they're met with pure, suffocating silence. Oh my god! So yeah, it's basically just being like, oh yeah, they, uh, guess what? <laughs> it's like, it's, I, it's so sad at the end where it's like, I'm falling out of love with the one I originally loved, but falling in love with, like, the other. Right. It's, it's so, they managed oh my to, god. I really feel like this author managed to captivate capture the essence of miraculous which is just like they're both idiot teenagers who like mm-hmm. like need to get a grip and um i just feel like they did a really good job of that here and that's why i really like this fic so much it's um yeah like i i honestly yeah. like i didn't remember it until we started reading it but, like i do remember reading this and being like oh my god and i'm pretty sure i read this back in like high school um and i yeah. still love it this much so i like i love how it, yeah, it, it really captures that essence of pining where it's like, sure, like, but you're not going to go on, like, gushing about, like, oh, the way they talk, the way they say this, like, stupid thing to me, this, like, this and that and this and that. And it's like, it's all of that. And mm-hmm. it was all fit so well into this fic talking that made it, like, such a good example of pining. Right. Especially, like we said, like, there's, you know, it's, it's not a dialogue focus. Like, it's not about the dialogue. It's about the emotions and i really do feel like the emotions were conveyed properly here oh my gosh we're such sappy romantics list yeah (laughs) sorry to anybody who like hates you know romance or whatever um i love it not sorry and you should just be glad that liz didn't pick a more romantic heavy trope this week Oh, yeah, because we would have been gushing. For, yeah, like, you guys you guys hours. are lucky. We uh, limit it. Um, speaking of, like, stuff you like, though, um, I noticed we got, like, a lot of really good, like, feedback, like, in terms of, like, you know, listen count and um, people who, like, streamed our latest episode. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, we noticed yeah. that, you know, we noticed which ones you guys like. We try to do more like that. Um, the one thing, like, I'm trying to figure out right now in terms of analytics is uh, do you guys, like, prefer shorter or longer episodes? Because the data is really confusing on that. Um, like, it's it's not, like, clear which one people prefer. So uh, please, like, let us know, you know, write into us. Uh, or you can leave a little comment yeah. on our social media. Yeah, even if you want to leave it in the review. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, that being said, Liz, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at LazilyLiz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at FlightyTheNerd. Um, at the week after this comes out, I'll be returning to streaming normally, so you guys can check me out more then. Liz, where can we find uh, more info on the podcast? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like letting us know what, what types of episodes you like, longer or shorter, with good Maze Runner fix or good Twilight fix, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever it is, wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yes, exactly. And like we said, you know, always let us know what you want from us. We're always open to suggestions. All right, we're going to be signing off from me, the kitties, and Liz. Bye, guys. Bye.